0: I did that last time. I wanted to do something different this time. Push.
1: You can push the buttons during the show. (laughs) That's some good head. This is the part where you say hi. Hi, I'm RJ, and I'm Steven. This is sixty cycle Humbling tower buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, synthing podcast. Oh. I should have said that last time.
0: You should have. Should have, could have, uh, have but
1: you didn't. I know. I know. This
0: episode, it's a little more, even more appropriate this time because it is submitted comment.
1: Yeah. So, question, I should say, a topic. Patrick Bear is on the Facebook group. Says, what type? And which guitar pedals also work well with synth, microphones, drums uh, that also work real well with guitars and basses. We all know any Chase Bliss and Maris pedals work well with synths, but what boosts, drives, fuzzes, etc. I don't think it's talked about much. Uh, for example, it would be the new Line 6 Mark II delay it has a mic hookup, so you can use your mic up to your amp
2: uh, or
1: use it to sing out, etc., etc. Um, mm-hmm. So, based on, you know, last episode we talked about Teletalks and, and kind of some of the content on there. And one of the things we talked about is that, um, would you, I think your most, oh yeah, never, I should have turned the AC off. Who's running this thing? Where's the producer?
0: I guess I am Jeez. for today.
1: Um, so, one of the things we talked about is that on Teletalks, I think your most successful video is that overall, is that accurate? Is a is from your Keep It Simple Stupid series.
0: Yes, it is. Most um, of my most successful videos are. Um, one of them being Pop Punk by Brian yeah. Gower and then for guitar and then Kyle did one for bass. Yeah.
1: And so the Keep It Simple Stupid series is you sitting down, ideally sitting down with people and saying, Okay, what genre of music do you like to play? Mm-hmm. And if you c- could only have four pedals. Yeah. Um, what were you gonna use to, to achieve use?
0: that genre? Yeah. You get a guitar, four pedals, and an amp.
1: Yeah. So That's it. uh <laughs> uh so the thought here is uh four pedals, keep it simple, stupid, that you could use for synth, guitar, bass. I I guess you could use voice with this.
0: Yeah, you would just have to buy like, you know, like a uh XLR to a quarter. Yeah. You know?
1: Uh so what do we got here?
0: Yeah, so first of all, the whole reason why I bought this pedal right here, the Earthquaker Devices Special Cranker, is because they did a demo on their channel
2: mm-hmm.
0: where they ran a drum machine into this, and it was one of the most magical sounds I've ever heard.
1: And there's the drums. I left out drums because I was like, well, it's, it's like drum machines, and you know, I don't know, but like, and, and like you said, this, you got sold on this from a drum machine. From a
0: drum machine. Yeah. Because like, the best thing about that demo specifically mm-hmm. which typically to be fair I, I don't feel like most companies do their own pedals justice yeah but the demos but this one like literally they did everything they ran a bass through it they ran so if you I think the only thing they didn't do is probably vocals mm-hmm. but if i remember correctly everything else has been ran through this and you should really check it out um so this is what i would recommend for dirt okay absolutely um You mentioned Maris. You mentioned Chase uh, Chase Bliss. Yeah. But you don't need something that crazy that awesome. Mm. Sometimes all you need for your goodness is a good analog delay. That is a loud plane. (laughs) I'm just going to point it out every time. But anyways. No, a good analog delay. Yeah. Boss makes plenty of them. Not really. They make this one. No,
1: they make that one. (laughs) What are you talking about? But I will say,
0: I, I just mean like analog inspired, like the bar yeah. I have, I have the boss RE202, which has a great saturation feature. Again, yeah. also cool for, um,
2: since and,
0: and just like, it's just cool as like outboard gear mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for your mixes, but no, even this baby
2: yeah,
1: is That's a, my- the DM2W, uh, which is, it seems like all the Wazacraft stuff is really... Uh, is knocking it out.
2: Absolutely. Like, I don't know if
1: they've made a bad one. They've made some... Like, the 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 um, H, not HM. tone bender was a little, I think, controversial. Like, some people were kind of like... Ugh. But I think, overall, it's been like a really... I mean, they're, it's a return to Made in Japan pedals. Yeah. Um, so, the quality bar is set higher, but... yeah. As far as I know, people love everything from that line.
0: And what's cool about this one is you have, I mean, typically if you're a synth player, you have it in with arms reach, but mm-hmm. this has a rate input where you can use an expression pedal. Oh, okay. Which is could be cool for yeah. any any kind of thing, especially for the spacey Joni stuff
1: mm-hmm. or like, like Radiohead. Mean, I'm thinking. I'd have to imagine there's probably also. Um, I wonder if you, well I guess I don't know depending on how that's set up. Well if you're using if you're using an expression pedal, you'd just be adjusting the be sending signal you'd be using a, what like a TRS it'd be sending signal out and or actually it would just be a TS cable but it's sending signal out and sending signal back. Yeah. I guess okay, where I'm going with this is like could you do could you plug an oscillator into that and like a sign, like get a sine wave auto like auto ramping versus having to do with the pedal. I think the answer is no. No. Because like I said I think the I think the, so. the pedal itself is generating the signal and going ba- the the only way you could, based off of the Yeah, no. Uh, I don't return.
0: The only thing you could do is um I think EHX makes like a expression setting thing. Oh, Where you okay. can set the min and the max and you just foot swish it. Mm, so if you mm-hmm. want a more diverse, I guess you could do it like that. Instead of tweaking it, you could have like set yeah. parameters. If, if, if you're trying to use analog gear like this, that doesn't have MIDI mm-hmm. to like get like a syncopated rhythm of some yeah. sort, like, and you know what tempo you're going to be because theoretically you're using a sequencer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can then set it and forget it and go between the two. If you absolutely need to. Right. I think that's the closest thing you could do, though.
1: Okay. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? We want to talk about the habit or this other guy?
0: Let's just go in the order of how I would actually okay. put it in the chain. Next one would be the obby
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, by Big Ear.
1: What's your favorite oh. mode?
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I here's what I will say on the video on my channel where I Mm -hmm. demo this through, I demo the pocket operator through this. I have like an old, like kind of like early Nas inspired, like New York beat on there. Okay. And I make just the most stank face in that video. Cause I'm vibing so hard to what Mm -hmm. this is doing. And it was just like a, a subtle like room ambience, like thing, like, like if you went down into some, like, underground club in the 90s and like mm. we like you know there were people doing like battling and stuff like that like you would just like it was it just captured the ambience right which that was so cool um so that's why i would choose this it's 80s in a box really yeah so it's yeah. chorus it's reverb the way i look at it is amongst synth players there's the zoom c CDR. Okay. Chorus uh, delay reverb pedal. It's like a multi effects. Mm. That's 120.
1: Is that the little like multi?
0: Yeah. Like the one it's that current, Ryan it's uses. It's like
1: current production. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So that is like the, the, the thing that a lot of synth user, synth YouTubers use. This is the better version of that. Oh, okay. You have a little less control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, you don't need more control when it's just right as is.
1: There you go. All right. And we got last year, you know, they, they mentioned this in the comment. I feel like I, I should have banned this pedal when you brought it up, but I, but I didn't. Uh, it's a chase plus habit. Yeah. Thanks for just chugging that on Mike. (sighs) Now I know why Ryan gets mad at me all the time.
0: (laughs) You can blank it out if you want. Anyways, the habit. I don't. Know much about this pedal, I just know it's very well liked. Why did
1: you pick it then?
0: Because, (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 give me me a second, no, like legitimately, like it's just because it's like, um, it kind of in its own way, I mean, it doesn't do similar functions to this pedal, but Mm -hmm. you know how, like, a lot of people use the Strymon Deco for like not just like they could do slapback, but it also can do flange but it can also do tape saturation. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of like that, but with like delays and then also loopers like a looper. Cause you know, it does that sampling thing, Yeah, which is really cool because again, I th- think with this whole setup, you could do some crazy ambient ambience, like drony, think dune cinematic, mm-hmm. like, hums and 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 just ambiance, and i think that's kind of what's cool about this also i'm sure like because i'm pretty sure there's like a more traditional just like looper looper mm-hmm. again so if you're into vocals you rearrange the chain put this in the front and then now you're affecting you know right. you can change whatever you want you know yeah um so that's another reason why because i feel like this is something you can use as a looper, but also as a delay also as a bunch of other stuff that would mm-hmm. be
1: just, it'd be really cool on synth for sure.
0: Yeah. Or drum machine too.
1: Or yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: so that's why I would choose it. I don't know how to work it. I just know what it does. Yeah. We got a know we how got how it pretty it.
1: good, we got a pretty good spread here. Yeah. Uh, but what I've noticed is you don't have any full tone pedals.
2: <laughs>
1: it, it's an old news joke, guys. I made yeah. an old news joke about uh, a guy who's doesn't want to put money into his business anymore, so he's moving to Nashville, <coughs> hanging it up, but he'll defend his patents or his mm. trademarks. Mm. Don't mm. try to make a fake full-tone pedal. You're going to get sued.
0: How's that working out for him? Has he successfully sued anybody?
1: I don't know. Mm. Who can know? I know a lot of people want to sue him for putting comic Sans on his most popular pedal. <laughs> um,
0: you know, not everybody's you know about that 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 graphic design. You know, not everybody can be.
1: It's fu- it's iconic. Fu- it's funny because I feel like um I think exotic, uh, effects they also do uses comic sands yes, but somehow on theirs it like it's got it's kind of charming. I think because like, the size of most of them. Well, because even like your, your like RC booster, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, the AC booster and the RC booster, Um uh, uh, or sorry, the EP boost. And I got in trouble for drinking on the mic. Are you kidding me? Uh, but they've got, they've got Comic Sans. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of like Mike Fuller's rep as like just a general pain in the ass. Um, That's
0: what we're calling it.
1: Well, I mean, even before uh, getting deciding to like weigh in on the twenty twenty political climate and BLM, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, somebody. Um,
0: no, he was famous for the 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 response to dirty power. That's why his OCD sounded so noisy, not because it couldn't yeah. be the pedal. It was. You're using a cheap piece of shit power supply. Yeah, like go buy a real power supply, you
1: pussy. Yeah, somebody like, uh, basically is what he said. Somebody said they bought one and then they had an issue with it. Um, they it was like the first pedal they owned, and so they weren't sure what power supply to use. And basically, he berated the person for being, functionally mm-hmm. for being a beginner. Yeah. So, um you know, these are things that were known. I, you know, people. People uh, made a lot of comments about it, and you know, there are people people are really quick to come to defense of, like, well, all he really said was that you know the city of Los Angeles should be doing more to protect small businesses from looters during like the BLM protests, mm-hmm. and you know, people came up and said, like, oh, this, this, and that, and whatever. And I said this on the live stream: mm-hmm. is my take on it is. Um, there are ways to nuance a statement like, "Well, the state should, the city and the state should be doing something about these looters," which for a lot of people is being translated as like, "Well, if you're against, if you're bringing up the looters, which the looters are, you know, the looters are just people who are taking advantage of the moment. Mm-hmm. They're not really affiliated with with uh, BLM. the BLM movement yeah. and the protests, but they are people taking advantage. But if you bring that up, it was kind of like it was a dog whistle." for like, I don't like BLM and so I'm gonna associate him with this thing. And instead of, I think, clarifying, um, I think, well, I should say, I think there's ways to make that statement and when you get called out for it, mm-hmm. uh, be like, well, this is really what like, I just wanna stand up you know, and say this because I'm a small business owner or whatever. And instead of doing that, uh, he doubled down on it to say, well, if you think I'm wrong, well, how are you going to feel when I break into your house and steal my full tone pedal pedal back from you? And it was just like, that seems like a really weird way um, to yeah. like handle this. Um, and so I told someone uh, that, um, that to me, people go like, well, you know, like maybe that, maybe those comments really like did his business in and it's no. possible, uh, well they stopped being carried in like at Guitar Center. But that wasn't the reason. What was what do you think the reason is? Because so he hasn't he come claimed up with a new, new he pedal? Claimed,
0: he basically claimed that basically he pulled out of Guitar Center That's they true paying them.
1: That's true. He he was saying that they were the ones defaulting, so he stopped selling there. And that's and true. that's
0: totally true. And also, like I don't know if you watch um what's his name? Philip McKnight. Yeah he literally just covered this and he was talking about, cause you know, he used to own a shop Yeah, and he was talking about the buy-in process and mm-hmm. like, you know, and he does typically, he does the Gibson approach, which is you really want this guitar or the Rolex approach, which is if you want a Rolex, you can't just go buy a lot of times. You can't just go buy a Rolex. Right. You have to buy like $50,000 worth of jewelry and stuff from a authorized seller. Mm-hmm. And then you get put on a list. They got to know your
1: worth. Oh weird!
0: They kid you not. Go and try to buy a Rolex from an authorized dealer. You will not even get even on the list to get one unless you purchase. Just you do these shady deals like that. Huh. So he did the same thing that Gibson does. Gibson, the way he explained it is, Gibson is like, oh yeah, I really want the Gibson Les Paul Standard. You know, I want like three of those. Yeah, but you also have to buy our Firebird or you also have to buy well, a certain the, amount of Well, For the shops,
1: I think, uh, yeah, to an extent with the shops, I but, feel like that's pretty normal. I feel like you're about to drop something. It's
0: not so much drop, but no, but the way he went about it is, is, is total, his total how he speaks. And so the thing that stood out to Philip McKnight, and because he covered it when this was a rumor and like that right. statement wasn't confirmed. yeah. Right. Yeah. But he goes, it may not be confirmed, but from my dealings with him via email about trying to become a dealership, this is him just based off of his sarcasm. Alone. Right. right. And he, and he, he, it was the funny thing is like, he led in with like, oh yeah. And you have to buy this brand of cable that I sell because all other cables are pieces of shit. Right. And, right. And what was funny is like Philip McNally's like, it's a small business. I know who he uses to like his OEM that he rebrands and yeah. he accused me of not carrying a good quality cable, but I knew which one he was using. And yeah, I carried it in my shop already. Right. But he made me like to get it. He had to, you had to one buy the whole lineup, even mm-hmm. the ones that don't sell.
1: Yeah.
0: And you have to buy a certain amount, of course, like most places. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and you had to buy these stupid cables.
1: Yeah, The accessories thing. I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah the whole, and, the, and that's the whole thing is it's like, uh, one of our uh one of the show uh our followers or actually one of our patrons, uh Tom Kelly, uh made the comment um that, you know, the the online guitar community is actually a pretty small cross section of the community.
0: One thousand percent. Like any um, other passionate fan base, yeah, right? So
1: at the end of the day, like you if you're in excuse me, even like the largest groups the largest guitar groups I've seen are in like the 40 to 50,000, I was saying on Facebook, Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. 40 to 50,000 people. I think the gear page has like hundreds of thousands of accounts. Um, But you know, even if you go on like a Facebook group and they're yo, this group's huge. It's got 40,000 people in it. There's only like a hundred active members. Oh, absolutely. And they're the most like involved. And so when you, when you go in there, we're like all of the all of the people in this group hate, it's the Snyder hate this Snyder Cut pedal. fanboy equivalent. Yeah. All the people in this group hate this company for all these reasons, but really, it's fifteen people in a group, of, and they're the only fifteen people who respond to every post. There's fifteen people who are against, three people who are for, and another three hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred and like eighty one who just aren't responding.
0: Absolutely right.
1: So to to his point, I think you know. It's not all of the online controversy that like was the full tone problem. It was like you're saying, like it was, there was Mike issues, Fuller, you know, getting out of not being able to figure out how to get money out of guitar center. I've heard guitar centers had other problems with that, mm-hmm. uh, with other brands. Um, so that, that yeah. just kind of sucks overall, no, uh, only- full tone's still selling in Sweetwater. Well, so that's so it's like was, not like it's not available.
0: No, that and that's what I was gonna follow up with. I was like, the only one that punished him for his <laughs> political comments was Reverb.
1: Reverb, and right. you can
0: buy used on there. They were just saying like yeah. their official site isn't gonna.
1: Yeah, I think if it's brand new or mint condition, yeah, uh, you couldn't sell it. So, I,
0: you know, like that's just but Reverb's done that before with other controversial, yeah, yeah, so, topics pedals. <laughs> so I don't think that. Um, do I think the guy's an asshole? 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. he He's he's a garbage person.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's a context. And like I said, like, the so all of this added up to me to say, like, look, whether or not you want to play the, well, he's just protecting your small business card, or you're like, no, he's dog whistling. Mm-hmm. The BLM thing wasn't, like, they always say, oh, well, that was the nail in the coffin. Like, that's that was Mike Fuller's nail in the coffin. He'd been building a coffin for years. Yeah. And he finally just, like, closed the thing. And I don't think, even this letter, I don't think is, um, to me, it's really weirdly written. Now, I know California, is. is I, I always hear it's a tough place to do business. Absolutely. Maybe he just got tired of it. But then it's really weird to me to say, like, that he's closing shop and moving and that they're done. Because I think like other brands would just move Pick up and and, move. and tell the team like, hey, I'm moving to this place. If you can come with me, let's figure something out. If you can't, now maybe he thinks like nationally, the like the laws and whatever aren't in his favor. Again, one of the things I brought up on the uh, on the live stream too. I don't know if Ryan has. He did he did have one full tone pedal. He had an OCD, but I don't know.
0: Okay, it's probably in the drawer or something. Uh
1: where it is, and I'm not going to find it. But one thing with those pedals if you look them up online is they do have a pretty unique case. So I do um Yeah. He said a line in there where he said, "Well, the 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 environment of of the current four years uh has been bad for business." And I and personally I think that's a Biden dig. He's trying to blame of course. He's he basically is. trying to blame his company going out of business on Gavin Newsom and Joe Biden. Of course. But if you were to read it backwards four years and say, well, no, he's actually talking about the last four years that haven't been bad for business. Where I can see that being true is what did we have, you know, three, three, four years ago? We had major in an, in supply an issues. Well, we had supply issues because yeah. of COVID, but we also had a significant attempt to uh, limit uh importation of metal goods yeah uh which from what i understand like forced sourcing steel to the united states well i think it was steel and there may have been aluminum as well i'm not Mm -hmm. sure uh and so i don't know if this is true but speculatively i could imagine that a company that's doing uh bent steel enclosures probably isn't doing like them in bulk no. Um, so they're going to get hit harder by tariffs versus a company like Hammond Hammond's manufacturing millions of cases a day, yeah. probably. And I'm so they're able to, to spread out that, that tax across, across their, their, you know, okay. a, well, you a have large four thing.
0: versions of the pedal come out with a fifth one. That's in a normal enclosure.
1: Yeah. I, w- I kind of wonder if any of these pedals are going to be, uh, like MXR branded in the next two years. Right. Like the, right. They do the a MXR full tone release.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um but no. Do I do I think it's hard to run a business in the state of California, especially something like that manufacturing? No. Absolutely. I'm not questioning that at all. I don't for sure. Like right. uh it's expensive, y'all. Like for those who are not here, like it is just an expensive life. Poor Steve had to move all the way out into Basically, bomb <laughs> F nowhere, just to you know, like like make it out here to have something decent.
1: Yeah. Like, you don't even have a Burger King. That's how you know you're below trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, golly, there you... is a there is a Del Taco down the street though. Mm, got um, some Del Taco. Yeah, so that's uh, this is cool. So special, going back, special cranker, Boss DM2, the Albie. We'll talk more about the Albie later. We'll talk more about the habit later too. Um. And no full tone pedals yeah. on this uh, four pedal. And rig. there
0: will never be full tone pedal. I don't <laughs> even think like that's my other thing. Like the only thing I'd ever be interested owning of his that I can't get some other version because guess what? I'm sorry, buddy, but Joyo makes your pedal just as fine when it comes to OCA. oh, the ultimate, the
1: ultimate, the ultimate drive? drive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. His tape machine. Yeah, that that's probably like the only thing that's not a pedal. That's a tape machine.
1: I heard. I heard it's a tape delay. Me, I, I heard recently that actually, when people are buying buying the remaining stock, uh, that they were getting a follow up email saying, like, just so you know, uh, the the warranty on this pedal will only be serviced for like the next six months. So instead, I don't know how long the warranty normally is, but
0: that's not something you want to hear when it comes so to a
1: tape machine. So it's kind of the same sort of a deal as like was well, like, hey, if you're buying this thinking at some point down the road, full tone will be around to service it, we won't. Um. And you yeah. think he's
0: too prideful to sell off his IP?
1: I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. I my gut is that eventually he will. That somebody will will pick a number and and they'll think uh, they can make it work. I actually kind of suspect that
0: I don't think he has buyers. Really,
1: I don't, I, I don't think
0: Fulltone has the name recognition and the respect it now does because of what he's right. done. Like I. Like if a company were to say, "Yeah, we bought the the OCD line, the, we bought the full tone lineup, mm-hmm. we're re-releasing the OCD," I I wouldn't want to give them money out of right the you history think, of think that it would, brand. Do
1: you think it would hurt their their overall brand?
0: I don't think it would over. I don't think it would hurt their overall brand. They might get a little bit of flack, but like you said, the general public won't really care.
1: Yeah.
0: However, what I think is. I don't think you can get it off of him for a number that actually makes sense and makes it yeah. worth because he's too prideful. He's the he's he's sorry, but he's the Trump that's like valuing his resort at like right. a bajillion dollars. Yeah, because yeah. it's the greatest thing ever. I'm not going to try to do a Trump accent. I can't.
1: Good. I can't fucking do it. It's better that way. Um, but yeah, um, you yeah. Know? I, I actually, I actually think he's going to move to Nashville. He's going to realize that the. Cost of labor is lower. Yes. that maybe the tax tax situation is favorable. Um, I think his music project, his music project will. He's saying he's going to Nashville. And he's going to start a studio and all this stuff. It looks like that's actually all in place already. But I suspect that at some point, uh, the studio thing is just going to be a thing, and other people will be running it, and that yeah. he's going to start making pedals again. And maybe it's only it will only be like custom line. It'll be like real small batch, like kind of like the analog man model. No, it's going like to be that. something
0: even worse. You know what it's going to be,
1: but it's going to be the Klon model.
0: No, it's going to be love pedal. It's going to be Sean from love pedal. I think that's his name. Love pedal where like he does these absurd like releases there where he markets right. at them as quote unquote half off, mm-hmm. but it's just because he makes like a list price of like three hundred right. and then sells the pedal for one fifty. <laughs> like it's gonna be that because remember he got a lot of flack too back in the day.
1: Well he got a lot of flack also because isn't the like the amp eleven just a Tim.
0: The amp eleven's just a Tim and the OD eleven, the one that they did especially mm-hmm. the one that they did for Pro Guitar Shop. Yeah. Is just a Timmy without right. the selector.
1: Right. Which that would be toggle. just a Timmy V one, yeah. I think the V one didn't was the one without a toggle. Um,
0: so that's why you got in trouble. But hmm. I th- I think it's still a similar situation. I think it's that's what will because we'll the
1: because the because uh, the love pedal stuff is always like so low priced. Um, because their stuff actually is pretty low priced when they put it on sale all the time for yes. ninety nine dollars or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You got anything else to say about this? Mike, you suck. Oh my! I was like, "Who's Mike?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Fuller, you suck. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm going uh, yeah. to uh, so do some housekeeping. You do that, Boo Boo. Um, if you want to support the show, head on over to patreoncom slash 60 Casper for as little as one dollar a month. Uh, you can help make this show happen. It pays for trips. It pays for replacing some of the equipment when we need to. It. Puts a little money in our pocket. It pays for dinner. So, uh. Birthday head boy dinner. Check that out. Um, head on over. Ryan will be back next week. That's right. He's still. He's been having his birthday party for so long.
0: That's right. I mean, well, he had Guitar House for like three months.
1: <laughs> Is Guitar House over yet? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was the last one. I think, no, I wasn't. I thought I was going to be the last one to post a video. Perfecto, his vlog was, I think off the top of my head, that was the officially last video of uh, Guitar House.
1: All right, let's hit this first ad. This was sent by Mud Puppy. It says, here is a custom-built live-edge electric guitar from Phoenix Guitar Works made from a slab of cherry wood and finished in spar varathane. The neck is an import finished in true oil. Guitar heads lumb- guitar heads, Lumbucker pickups with on-off coil split for each pickup. Pick them in London only. No case. No low wall offers or trades. Uh, some information about the back of the guy. But he does say he does custom builds and refurbs as Phoenix Guitar Works. I love taking older, less loved guitars, giving them new life. If you have a guitar you want to send new life to, give new life to. Send me a message. That's a really great idea. It's a great name with Phoenix Guitar Works. It plays out until uh, you're, you turn into Dark Phoenix Guitar Works and just start like murdering everybody. That's a problem.
0: Which version of that do you like more?
1: I actually have no take because I don't really know a lot about the X-Men.
0: Okay, well, I'm talking about the movie version. Do you like the third oh, X-Men or do you like the Dark Phoenix?
1: I haven't X-Men? seen Dark Phoenix. Okay. I heard not great things about it. I haven't seen it. And you saw The Last Stand? Uh, yes.
0: So that was, you know, their first attempt, right? Yeah. First of all, I have the most unpopular opinion. Uh, the last X-Men Last Stand is my favorite X-Men movie. Really? Of three Of the original
1: three. It's just so busy. All I remember is there's yeah. so much going on.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Name another one of those where it shows the true power of Magneto. Literally lifting the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. On to um, Alcatraz. Like, come on.
1: Yeah. That's big stuff. Um, What do you think about, I was listening to a podcast recently, and they were talking about that now that it seems pretty much confirmed that an X-Men movie is coming. Mm -hmm. um, Basically, this show I was listening to was saying that the MCU does not need its own version of the Dark Phoenix Saga. That they should pick a different story. Maybe you know, they could. They have already kind of leaned into it. They could easily do House of M.
0: Why would they do House of M though? I don't know. Do you know the basis of House of M?
1: Vaguely, isn't that isn't that Wanda's Wanda's mental break story? Which uh, that's what I'm saying they kind of already have a setup for it. So,
0: but here's the thing. The whole reason why they did House of Him in the comics is because they wanted to kill off the X Men because mm. they didn't own the rights. And oh, that's interesting. Why they, that's why they leaned. They did that, and then they leaned into the Inhumans thing and made Inhumans oh, okay. their thing because. Which now
1: in the MCU, the Inhumans are mutants. So, go figure.
0: Not quite. I not mean, quite. Inhumans are because if you watch Shield, Inhumans are still Shield's just, not
1: canon. I haven't seen shield
0: (laughs) shield is semi-canon it it, towards the end. It's not, but the original like three seasons are up until the captain America. Right. Shield. Like I would consider that canon, but point being is, and even in the comics in humans are, they have a dormant mutant gene that only gets exposed by Terrigen mist because they are genetically altered by the scroll. Mm -hmm. They're humans genetically altered by the scroll. Ancient times.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Ancient yeah. Ancient times. Yeah.
0: And they just still pass down that,
1: yeah. that no. dormant gene. Well, the, the reason I was bringing that up is that the Inhumans are mm-hmm. mutants now uh, in the MCU is because of the line in Miss Marvel at the very end. Yeah, but she's also not a... No, she's an Inhuman. In the comic book, she's an Inhuman.
0: Yes, but not... Not there. in the... Not,
1: no. yeah, they have to... Yeah. Then that's why this isn't Earth-616.
2: Yeah,
0: it's six one six or six.
1: Sure. Yeah, six. It's but it's not. You know, I know that's just, that's uh, a whole argument. Like, it can't if it's not aligned with the comic books, it can't be six one six.
0: No, yeah, it's well, yeah, it's not. It can't be six one six even though uh, motherfucking Samuel L. Jackson is not six one six.
1: Oh, because he's uh He's, ultimate, he's the he's, ultimate fury. Yeah. He's the
0: ultimate fury. Yeah. Uh, same thing for. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, I know no. I know.
1: It's all it's all over. Uh all right, this live edge. Oh, all of that off of a bad Phoenix joke.
0: All of that off of bad, but hey, let's rub it back in because this could you know how on last episode we had the 007 James Bond? Yeah. This could be official Excuse Marvel me. Guardians of the Galaxy I am group.
1: Oh nice.
0: <laughs> like like this is a I, like this would be a better homage to like a Groot inspired mm. like oh yeah this guitar was crafted after the battle of Wakanda and he lost one <laughs> of his gosh. limbs and then from that oh. limb i decided to construct this masterpiece.
1: Oh my gosh. I hate you.
0: It's fucking good, right? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not supposed to curse like that, but that's good, right? <laughs>
1: yeah i i kind of hate various aspects of this one uh, my arm
0: is gonna my arm looks so uncomfortable because i play sitting
1: oh yeah right there like
0: that that's just brushing up against my arm no
1: this is like a yeah this is very much a standing guitar even then like i rest my arm up there um and uh i feel like this is mostly a wall hanger that you only play at parties one of the things that I keep forgetting about this is it says pick up in London only. And as soon as I read that, I think like, oh, this is in the UK. It's not. It's in Canada. <laughs> and uh, the pen, there's a Canadian oh, London, penny in the headstock. Ontario. Yeah. Um, I. This is one of those. It's an important act, but it looks like they've done at least a little bit of work to it. This is one of those guitars where it's like, you, sir, are very talented at what you do. And I don't ever want to see it ever again. Um, the jack placement is very...
0: Uncomfortable looking.
1: As a yeah, big dude
0: myself, that's just digging into me. Yeah, it My does not seem not like a good place.
1: Um, It's got those machine head uh, screws with the inserts that like, a lot of brands are kind of going to that. I'm kind of mixed on it. I guess it's cool. People are like, oh, the metal-on-metal metal contact is... Makes it more secure and and whatever, whatever. but I don't know. I don't,
0: I don't like the hardware. I don't like the bridge. What I forget what kind of bridge that is. It's a Floyd. It is a Floyd. Okay. That's
1: what, well, it's some kind of Floyd style,
0: but that's my point. I would just do a wraparound, like a traditional, Mm -hmm. like SG junior wraparound.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I would, it looks like those are dual concentric pots. Is that, does he say that?
1: Uh, I don't think he's, I don't think he does.
0: Cause that looks like it, right? It looks like there's two layers on that. Yeah, definitely. Cause then you got the two switches. I'm a guess for the, oh no, snap. it's not.
1: I think it's just a master volume. because if you look at it from the side, uh, it's just a really weird kind ugly, of hat. It's, it's an ugly top hat. It's a top hat. Yeah. Instead of a witch hat knob, it's a top hat knob. Um, and so it's just got a three. I think it's a three-way with coil switching.
0: Does it hold tune? It should. And this also looks kind of tiny because or of it's how an he SG. has it. Run- well, yeah, yeah. But it's like, like a weird SG. But it's like, like a- of how he rounded the the butt. Oh, like yeah. It, it, it just doesn't look like like as if they were already not neck heavy enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. This this again is designated for a stand. Yeah. Up and play. Stand up and play and play like with like you know, your strap all the way off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, play it at your knees.
1: This is asking 2200 Canadian. Um I want to say that's like 1600 US. Absurd. Um I f- definitely think disgusting. like anything over 1000 US is too much. Anything um, over 500 you think that low? I mean, you gotta cut the tree. Uh, I just... No,
0: no, no, no. Because he talks about how he's a Luther, and he does custom stuff. And if from what it looks like, I think he. Okay, maybe he did do. It. I don't know. It kind of almost. This
1: says it's custom built, so I think he. Okay. I think he actually built this. Unlike I unlike he his other, one. he does do modify stuff. Okay. Um, I think this was actually built. The neck is the neck is not it's not a hand built neck it's just a, a import neck,
0: but that's my point that's where I ding it that's yeah. where like
1: that's where you'd knock it all the way down to five hundred dollars I'd
0: not no no I said nothing over five but I would pay nothing even close to five it's it's just not my bag and like what were the pickups.
1: They're just um, guitar
0: head lumbuckers. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So they're not even name brand like pickups. Like it'd be one thing if it's like, oh yeah, it's yeah some kind of bougie brand or whatever. But like, and while this might be Caller or Floyd inspired, I highly Mm -hmm. doubt that's an actual.
1: Yeah, lumbuckers are thirty five dollars each new. Okay,
0: and these look like the cheapest Cluson vintage style. Tuners you can get—they're not even mm-hmm. vintage style. They just have the vintage back. They're actually not open head or not open head, but uh, uh split shaft. Right. Um That nut looks like it's like cut weirdly, or the way he cut it open, like kind of. It looks, looks a little. A little off. It looks
1: a little narrow. Yeah. On one end.
0: Yeah. So no, this is nowhere near worth over five hundred dollars.
1: Well, oh, good thing you don't live anywhere near. London, Ontario. Well, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else on this?
0: Yeah, there's nothing redeeming about this. Also, the two different color the, the ring, the pickup ring and the pickups are just an ugly combo.
1: Yeah the the double the double white double cream with black it's mm-hmm. it's a little weird. All right,
0: let's hit this I one more time. That's not actually bark, like like it would have been cooler if it was. Like he like clearly just like stained it, like he said. Right, right. To it, make it, it definitely look like,
1: looks a little off. Yeah. Um let's hit up this sponsor spot. This episode is brought to you by Chase Plus Audio. They make pedals more creative than you are. Such as the habit. It makes bleeps and bloops. It's technically a delay pedal, right? Yeah. Uh, But it makes a lot of bleeps and bloops for you. Go check it out. Check out Ryan's demo. Uh, Check it out on chaseblissaudio.com. This episode is also brought to you by StringJoy. Makers of strings in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, They... Uh, wind these all in-house, so these are not, you know... There are other string brands that are just buying from a factory and slapping their own branding on it, but they're actually winding these You mean most in of them? House. Mo- There's only, like, what, like four string factories or yes. something in the U.S.? Yeah. Or is it the world? I don't even know. I think it's just Could in the be U.S. Both. Uh, but you can get these. They've got a whole bunch of standard sizes. These are 9 to 42s. That's a pretty standard light-gauge string. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted something different, you don't want, like, the 9 to 42. You don't want the... The light heavy set where it's you know a nine to fifty two. Maybe you want to go super heavy. You can get you can just go on there and they've got a pack uh pack designer and you can get whatever size strings you want. Head on over to stringjoy.com. If you use the link below, it does tracking that associates you with sixty cycle hum. I don't know what it means, but last can't time be, can't be like bad. I
0: said customer service is out of this world, they go above and beyond. Just saying.
1: Yeah, uh, you got anything new, man? Do you know what your next Do you know what your next video release is going to be? Um,
0: I've been debating on it, so I did another batch of videos here at Ryan's. I'll probably be doing premiering, I should say. Let me grab it. This guy. I did oh, a, a, nice! A, I you know when I was at Guitar House, I was doing you know the get offset. Yeah. Or, or not get offset. Shout out Emily. But she also did a video with me on that. But no, just like trying offsets because I'm a mm-hmm. Tele guy just trying because I'd never really played offsets. So this is one of the ones that I didn't get to use at Guitar House. So I can. Oh, okay. And the reason why I love it.
1: Maple fretboard. As yeah. A tele guy. Like, a, that that is a, so cool. That's a great guitar.
0: Um, It is an amazing guitar. So, yeah, that's probably going to be the next video. By the time this goes live, it should be up.
1: Oh, awesome. Well, yeah. uh, let me see. Uh, let me make a note. Link, I'll post some kind of link in there.
0: But yeah, ama- amazing. I I did this one. I did a bunch of videos. Um I did the dream, which is mm-hmm. as an HX stomp guy. You know, I've been. Yeah. This is my first time like trying another AmSim.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That pedal is quite amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great and it's standard nine volt, <laughs> which is a big deal. Yeah, as an HX stomp player, especially if you do like what like for me if i were ryan mm-hmm. that would be my demo like when he does events just to oh, just hit that events, one because yeah. one it's got trim it's got reverb and it's got a built-in boost right. for a dirty channel what right. else do you need for like a basic for sure basic demo setup
1: very cool very cool
0: trying not to break that cuz i don't have money to pay for it
1: <laughs> i don't have anything new <laughs> Uh, I feel like I should, I'm, I'm going to be hopefully selecting and painting my office soon. And then once I do that, I'm going to be getting some guitar hangers and putting up some stuff, hoping to have that all done by the end of September. I mean,
0: you're not one, but you can, you know, you know, blues lawyer it up, you know, have the desk, the wooden desk, and then I kind of put put your Les Paul up.
1: Right now, I've just got a table. I'm not hanging my Les Paul. My Les Paul will stay on the ground in case. Um, Earthquakes? Just in ch- children. Um, but uh, I do need to figure out a desk situation, but I feel like I can't really get a gauge for how much space there is in my room until I get all the guitar cases out. Um, mm. And so this is going to get me there, and then the next step will be standing, some kind of standing desk, and uh, and we'll go from there. So uh yeah, hopefully, like I said, by the end of September, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, do you want to hit this next ad? Absolutely.
0: Which one are we tackling now?
1: This is the Fender Sluterecke. The what? The Jack Rack. Okay.
0: I was like, what? Uh oh, this was sent in.
1: by uh Mark De Bruin. Again, this is actually I believe in Dutch. It says new in deuce. Uh Luke Recte om de sleutels op te hangen. Uh lit och in amp van fender. Compliment four sleutel hangers. Dij can in plugin. Ideal voor demand cave. There was one word in there. Uh there's three words in there that I definitely think I know what it means. Uh they are amp fender. In Man Cave.
0: Yes. Good job.
1: Uh, what do you... Have you ever seen... First of all, have you seen these before?
0: 100%.
1: Do you... Own, you're so, like, thrilled about... We were prepping this. You're like, we got to do this one.
0: Uh, okay. Do you, do you own one of these? I don't. I don't. But one of my, my big passions about, like, you know, because we talked about, you know, musician minimalism. Mm-hmm. I'm really into, like, having accessories that keep me organized. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm actually purchasing an Orbit Key key ring. Re- I don't ring. know what that is. It's just, like, literally, like, it, it's a loop, and then you put your keys in, and then you flip out the key you need. So your oh, keys okay. aren't jangling on a ton of things. Yeah. But the reason why I know about this is because you know who does use one or did for a good chunk of Brian time? Gower? No. I don't know. Fluff. Oh, really? Fluff, Fluff did a video on his channel, but he had the Marshall
1: head. Right. There is, a mar- there is also a Marshall version of this. Uh, I would get the twin one if I was really had to have one of these. Thankfully, I don't. And The reason for that is I'm uh, I'm kind of a key minimalist. Yeah. Um, I do not like to carry anything on my key ring that I don't need on my key ring so literally my key ring is a carabiner my car key and my house key okay um and that's it when before before i had one house key i had two house keys and so it was my carabiner my car key and two house keys yeah so i have so putting a freaking quarter inch plug on my car keys i'm like this is just gonna be I'm gonna sit on my keys, and instead of just sitting on a, you keep on them in your shirt, backpack. I don't. I, I actually, I, 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 the whole reason for carabiner, is so I can hook them to my shorts. Got it. But at some point, I'm gonna sit down, and I'm gonna get like stabbed in the butt with uh, a with the freaking quarter inch plug. At that point, it will be a butt plug. Oh, it won't be. But Jesus. <laughs> It's on my side. It's not going <laughs>
0: you, in there. You said we were talking about poking butts, dude. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought it on yourself. But no, I'm all up for organizing. Um, and there's like actual adult versions of this concept of like a hook and hook concept. Uh, alpaca mix one that mm. I was thinking about getting. Like it's like a snap-on feature, right?
1: Um right.
0: But no, this is this is a.
1: Uh, See, I've just always had like regular plain ass hooks, so you can put keys on. You can put your hang your keys from it. You can hang a jacket. Yeah, exactly. Backpack. You know, whatever.
0: No, Um, I'm all up for trying to get your life organized, but it's also not absurdly priced.
2: These are these
0: are like twenty bucks. Yeah, like it's not bad at all. So, like, if you want to do that, do that. Yeah. Um.
1: I this just, has been up since the 26th of July. So it's been up a while. Yeah,
0: but what I'm going to guess because it has shipping and stuff, I'm going to guess it's one of those they bought, they got it off like a right. um a discount box. They got like a mm. stack of them like you know how like the like Amazon mystery boxes. Yeah. And, you know, returned uh, returned stuff. Like this is one of
1: those kind of posts. Right. Clearly. Right. I kind of want one of those. I kind of want to do one of those. Amazon. Me too. Me the too. problem is, is the, the ones I've always seen are like, get $20,000 worth of women's clothing for only $2,500. And I'm like, this is very reseller uh, mm. oriented. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to invest that much to try so, to do it.
0: So what you do then is they actually have these events where like, they're like blue bag specials,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so like you literally pay like a door fee, right? And then first come first serve, and everything's a fixed price. Oh wow! And I've actually seen like a video where like the dude was like, "Yeah, I got a PlayStation Five return Dang. for legitimately twenty five dollars." Jeez! And that's how they do it. They'll host these events. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, there's a door fee, and then whatever, however, um, each item's a fixed amount." Right. And then they'll promote things like this is guaranteed to to have one PlayStation. This is guaranteed to have one high ticket item. And so if you're going as a buyer, that's the kind of event you want to go towards.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Well, just, you know, I have
2: many. I've thought about
1: looking those up, um, trying to find one of those events, but I kind of just want to check it out. I don't really want anything. I just kind of want to see the novelty of it, but then I don't want to pay an entrance fee. So, that's a problem. Hey,
0: not all of them have interest fees. It's just the one that I happen to watch because I watch. Right. That YouTube algorithm just knows how to, like, yep. rope me with the most random thing I've known to mankind. <laughs> and one of those is like, oh, yeah, I went to an Amazon uh, resale thing. And right. And I no, So, like, if I remember correctly, he actually didn't get the PlayStation. He walked right mm. past it by accident and then turned around, saw it, and a lady had already picked it oh. up. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: That sucks. Yeah. Whoops. Oops, Daisy. Uh, Let's do a couple more sponsor spots. This episode is brought to you by the Demonic Machines $50 Fuzz.
0: This is awesome. I haven't heard it, but I want to. I'm a sucker for one knobs.
1: I mean, Ryan did a demo of it. You can listen to it on YouTube later. Not right now. We're working.
0: I want. I love me a big, big knob.
1: Yeah, that's what I hear.
0: Feels good in the hand.
1: Yeah. This is a whole sequence of uh, of Austin Powers jokes, isn't it? Yes. Yes.
0: And it's got a cat on there. So it's.
1: That's it. That's, it a, does. De- that's a demon. Oh, you're right. I'm yeah, because so you need to go to demonicmachines.com. Why did I think there was a cat? Do you think. Yeah, have you ever heard that tone's in the fingers? Yeah, it's that's not. a lie. it's not. It's in the signal. That's right. Tone is in the signal. So check them out, Demonic Machines. This episode is also brought to you by Bigger pedals. We talked about it earlier. We're going to talk about it again. The Albi, it's, what do they call it? An ambient modulator? modulator yes. It's a great little multi-effects, but all the effects are picked for you already. It's mm-hmm. got 16 total modes. It's got eight regular modes and eight Super Neal modes. Or are they just called Neil modes? Ultra Neal? Is it Ultra Neal or Super Neal? I can never remember.
0: I don't know. But you know, you talked about this last episode and this episode. Mm-hmm. I felt disappointed because I demoed this with the synth on my channel.
1: And you didn't know, did you?
0: I didn't know about the extra
1: eight. Yeah. So when you run when you just plug this in and power it normally, mm-hmm. you know, you're not doing anything. When you hold down, it will uh, switch mode in a momentary function. So as soon as you let go. So say nice. you're in mode five, hold that down, it's gonna go into mode super neal mode five. Let it go. It's going to go back to mode five. But the way I actually run mine is, if you uh, unplug it and you hold the button down, plug it in. It instead of the switch being in momentary mode, the switch will be in latching mode. So you hold it down, and it, when you hold it down, it switches banks permanently until you hold it down again. Because so sixteen modes. You know who? You know who had the same problem with this pedal? Brian Gower.
0: Okay, so first of all, I have no problem with this pedal. It just only confirms that I need to buy one so I can then... You try do the need other, to buy
1: one, the, it, the other which means you need to go to biggerpedals.com and get on their mailing list so you know when there's more available.
0: Absolutely.
1: Let's hit this last ad. It's been a, it's been a hot one. It's,
0: it's, it's I mean, a warm day. Seven inches it's from the
1: midday sun. Um, and yeah, dude i saw i had this notification on my phone saying like a you extreme heat warning and I, it's from ring so it's still registered to my old place down oh, here Oh yeah extreme heat warning temperatures may reach the high 80s and low 90s in 92122 and when i saw that uh all i could think was like oh god I'm add gonna,
0: an extra 15 to I'm where gonna, you're at i'm
1: gonna die um it's supposed to hit 109 this weekend yeah um, depending on which weather station you use. Sometimes it's 110, which means my garage will be like 115. But it's okay because I have air conditioning. Do you have solar yet? No. Thinking
0: about it. You should because I don't even want to imagine what your AC is.
1: It's a lot. But it's okay. This is uh, sent by Nick Knight. Uh, he says, paralysis. Oh, the ad description says, paralysis through analysis? Is that a thing? Yes, it most certainly is, sir. Interpretation to overthinking a situation that can cause forward motion or decision-making to become paralyzed, meaning that no solution or course of action is decided upon. Do you see this guitar? There are 28 of these on reverb at this moment. This is a Rickenbacker 620. There are 10 in Jet Glow. What's the determining factor in your choice? Condition, reputation, or lastly, price? That's it, Lee. It's the price. Condition and um, how about free shipping? Price and free is the Amazon effect. You know, you shop for non-descriptive item on Amazon for the cheapest price. And just like that, the doorbell rings and you have your price. You know, I get it, but I kind of feel like at the price of this, which I didn't even include the price of this. It was like $2,200, I think. Dude, I just... Jack your price up 100 bucks and call it free shipping. Yeah. Um, that vaunted cat butt tissue holder. Hmm, that should look nice next to your Godzilla garden gnome. Well, what's often overlooked? Yep, reputation. What is it worth to you to acquire certainty? But Lee, come on now. I bought from so-called reputable dealers and was let down. I hear you, but you didn't. Man, this guy just goes on and on. It's a lot of script. Y'all can read it. It's probably right here right now. It's the place that you want to be. And uh, you can check it out on our imager link. But basically, this guy goes through this long thing that's a back-and-forth conversation between you and him.
0: No, him and Lee.
1: Him and... Well, no, he's Lee.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Sorry. Um, And basically trying to convince you to buy this and say, uh, you know, just just pick this thing.
0: Honestly, from the reputation... That this company has, it sounds like it's probably somebody who works for them. <laughs> like I don't know. Have you talked to any of the reps at like Nam? No. Okay, uh, so I, neither I've hired, but I've 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 seen stories, I've heard stories, um, of just how pretentious they are. Because even their whole their whole Nam booth is so pretentious. Oh
1: yeah, you can't play anything. It's because, just it's all hanging.
0: It's all in glass cases hanging. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's absurd. Uh, it's really goofy. And it's been the same booth for years. Hasn't changed since. Um, which I, I mean, did. you know, why change perfection, right? That's right. That's right. Um, how much would you pay? Are you, have you, okay. Let's have talk you, about the, it, no,
0: no. Let's talk about the cat. You want to talk about the cat the
1: tissue dispenser.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because honestly, that's more interesting than this guitar to me.
1: No interest in a black and white Rick and six twenty. Zero. You don't want to be in a Beatles radio head. Who else played Rick and Barker's Tom Petty cover band? No Tom mm, Petty cover band. All right. No. Well, but no, cat tissue butt dispenser. That's right up that's, my alley. That is right up your alley.
0: No, because it's a cat. Right. It's an alley cat. Is it an alley cat? How do no. you know it's in an alley? It looks like it's like like, you know, like some kind of like cottage cat. Yeah. Yeah, totally it
1: ate some, it ate some paper and now it's pooping it out. Yeah. That's yeah. just what you, the picture you want. It's scented. When, you, when you pull that tissue out to, uh, blow, to, your, uh, nose. blow your nose, he's like, I'm getting this out of a cat's ass. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't understand. I just don't understand that.
1: I think the whole point here is that it's trying to be like funny, uh, and that by this being is, funny, like people are really—was like, this, this guy's written funny. by
0: Mike Fuller? <laughs> That's what this. <laughs> tell me it doesn't. No, read, it's like, written sorry. by Lee. This is, this is this is Mike Fuller's kind of sense of humor. Tell me I'm wrong.
1: I mean, I feel like there would be <laughs> even more. There's not enough ego stroking in here. Uh,
2: it. He would however, probably say however, something, it
1: would probably have some line in there like, I don't have to sell you this guitar because I have so much money, but I'm giving you the opportunity to have the same rock and roll experience that I have by giving you the opportunity to buy this guitar from me.
0: Um, I feel like it is if you, uh, you take into account my theory that this person works for,
1: for them. Does Mike Fuller work for Rick and Barker? No, no,
0: no, no. I'm talking about the person writing this ad. Like it, it it's his kind of sense of humor.
1: Right. That's all right. all I'm trying to
0: say. Is like, you know I feel like if Mike Fuller worked for Rick and Barker, oh, yeah. this would be copy yeah. he would write.
1: Yeah.
0: One thousand percent. It's
1: it's very and it's funny because it's not again, it's not for a new one. This is actually for a fourteen uh, year old. Six twenty, which I will say, like it it's does in remarkable seem... condition. Yeah, it's these clean. are really great photos. Um there's actually a bunch of them. I only did the one because it's like it's actually so the photos are so clean and the instrument is in such good condition. Like they got the... it
0: from their stock, you know, because he happens to work for the company.
1: Oh yeah, I see where we're where yeah, we're going yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's continue. Yeah.
0: No, it's super clean. It's it it's clearly somebody taking a a a product shot like yeah. you can look at the background this isn't like let me throw it on the bed with my weird handmade quilt as <laughs> the backdrop yeah. Yeah. you know this is
1: well lit it's got you know per, some kind of Zero professional shadows balance.
0: like very little yeah. shadowing like you can clearly see everything i mean this
1: cat doesn't have any shadowing man
0: no he used a trans he, he cut that out you can look at it though <laughs> Like, if you look closely, he cut that out. You know, even, you know. And you know what? Cutting, depending on the background that it originally was, cutting out that tissue paper could be a real pain if you're, you know, cutting it out with uh, using a
1: uh, dandy-dandy, like,
0: tablet. Just saying. You know. What's the cat's name? Milo. (sighs) I was going to go with uh, Yoko. (laughs) Just... Oh, uh, whatever. Oh, Bad joke. Well, bad, yeah, joke. Was a bad
1: Another hour joke. of bad jokes. That's what we do here. Let's play this song get out of here.
0: I like it. I like
1: this. Uh, this is from Antigua Steven. He says, I made this when I was just getting into pedals and Behringer prices or about all I was willing to pay. I used to play your Telecaster HH's neck pickup into the Behringer Metal Zone clone. The gain cranked then into a vintage phaser. Then into two separate vintage delay pedals with different settings to make stereo. I used the delay only outputs from those into my recorder. So there's no dry <laughs> guitar sound. You can barely hear anything recognizable as a guitar. I recorded it in one go, just messing around, improvising and playing the and playing to the sounds the pedals made. And it came out sounding cooler than I expected. I've been told it's kind of like guitar ASMR. That rhymed. Guitar oh, no, that right. ASMR. That's uh, a uh, great... I feel like that's a could be a great, um, like, website. Are we really doing this right now? Oh, my God. Guitar.
0: But see, what I want it to be is just random clicks or, or random clips of, like, hitting the wood. Like, mm. not actual playing. Like, if this was a website to go to. You know, or the sound of, like... You pulling the strings through the tuner, the, the tuning pad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about. what 80s movie is this song maybe it's not an 80s movie maybe it's older than an 80s movie
0: no I don't think it's older than an 80s movie I think this is Deep Thought this is Art House this is an Art House film okay Sci fi based, so but they only have like one or two shots that are heavy driven because of budget.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is sci fi but minuscule sci fi, so like, like it takes place in a future setting, and like I said, they have like one or two shots that they blow the budget on, but like really other than that you wouldn't know that it's like right. the future. Right. Um like maybe like a art house version of like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, not not original Blade Runner, Blade Runner twenty forty nine yeah. specifically.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I can see that. And, or or uh,
0: or yeah. Um, have you
1: seen? Oh, I think it's called The Tree of Life. No, I've heard that's good. Is uh, that the? It's Terrence. Is that the Terrence Malick one? Who's that? The director. I don't know okay, if it's know. him.
0: It's a um. It's um. I main guy's um what's his name wolverine come on hugh jackman hugh jackman huge, yes
1: huge Ackman.
0: yeah he's in it um if you've ever seen that movie that's kind of where that's what reminds oh, okay. me
1: of the whole time i was going through different things and i was thinking about like different scenes from space odyssey yeah which i realized is older uh yeah. and then i kind of settled on uh, Altered States. Have you ever seen Altered States? No, I have not. Altered States is about a guy who, um, who I think um, is it John John Hurt. Is that who I'm thinking of? Not the British guy of similar name, but who is it that played uh, Thunderbolt Ross, who just di- recently died? Mm.
2: Um,
1: I think oh, it's in that movie. I don't remember okay. his name. Yeah, I know um, who you're talking about though. But uh, yeah. So he, uh, so Altered States. is basically about a guy who. I think he's taking some kind of hallucinogenic. I don't remember if it was acid or if it was like mushrooms or something. Okay. Um, but and he does that, and then he goes into a um, sensory deprivation chamber. Ooh. And so it's all about him, like basically. experiencing that. Altered but it's like, state. yeah. So that's why it's called altered states. And so it's kind of this psychedelic. But it's about. I think he's like a doctor or something mm. who's like just doing like that's his experiment. Anyway, that's what I thought of. I, I thought it was a lot have of... Have you ever done one of those? That was way... I was much different than I thought it was going to sound based on the description.
0: No, I can see where he's getting the whole... I wouldn't say ASMR. I would say more just like meditating. Like, yeah. like I, I mean, I good, liked it. Like, you know, get your chakras aligned kind of music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever been in a sleep deprivation No. They're weird.
2: Yeah.
1: They're
0: very weird. And if you can't stand being in your own thought, you don't want to do it. So what you're describing to me sounds like hell. Like if I were to do that right. experiment myself, I'd go insane. Literally it's. Well, I
1: think like part of it is that he's like, he's, I feel like I watched this in high school. Mm. i actually watched it in a class. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what class. I don't remember why we watched it. It might have just make it been because the teacher was like, Hey, check out this movie. Um, but, uh,
0: kids love drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but, uh, It was, um, it's kind of like about his like story. Like there's a a little bit of story to it. It's not just a dude tripping balls the whole time.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, like I said, I'd probably go insane. Like it's the idea. It's the equivalent of like, you know how people say like, you can't go in the world's quietest room. Right. It's like doing that, but high. And that sounds terrifying. Well,
1: I think even in the world's quietest room, like it's so quiet that like, the absolute loudest thing is your like your heartbeat. Yes, but you don't. You're only hearing it through your chest.
0: Yeah, yeah. That sounds
1: terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it. Thanks for coming on. Thank and, you uh, doing a couple episodes. And Ryan, Absolutely. happy birthday again. Even happy though this is now
0: two weeks removed,
1: oh, ha- over two weeks since your birthday. It Must be
0: some wicked hangover. Two oh weeks celebration.
1: Gosh. Yeah, sounds awful. Stay grounded. I gotta say stay grounded. Stay, stay ground. grounded.